Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Bandwidth for Tech News Today is provided by Cashfly at C A C H E F L Y dot com. This is Tech News Today for Wednesday, July 20th, 2011. Tech News Today is brought to you by Netflix. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All stream directly to you, saving you time, money, and hassle. For your free 30-day trial, go to netflix.com slash twit. Welcome to Tech News Today. I'm Tom Merritt. Beep, 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 beep. I'm Maya Zaktar. I'm Jason Howell. <laughs> and joining us from deep in the heart of Texas is Mr. Brian Brushwood. Welcome Holy to the show. Holy robot. It is awesome to see you guys again. What did I miss? You guys were all of a sudden you're doing the Frankenstein gang. What is that? Well, we had to we had to do the show intro twice. Those of you on the podcast. On the live stream, I screwed it up royally uh, and we had to start over again and, I, and then we just got silly. Things got weird. Yeah. Thanks. That is Sarah Lane in case you don't speak robot. Oh, binary. yeah. I am Sarah Lane right. in, in human speak. <laughs> the way you humans would say yes, it. Yeah. That's right. Uh, people from Neptune. And uh, Brian Brushwood, I'm glad you're here because you don't use Macs. Yeah, this is like it's my Hanukkah time. All you guys are opening up your awesome gifts, and I'm just like, we don't really celebrate Mac in my family. We celebrate PC. So I understand you guys are having a blast opening up your lines and stuff, but I'm going to stare awkwardly over your shoulder and be like, uh, so that's a good thing, right? That change is good? Okay, yeah. good. So oh, the, no, I would imagine you'd be very excited about that. You know, when I was growing up, I had a lot of friends come to Mass with me, uh, and I would explain what the priest was doing, you know, in hushed tones throughout. So I'm, I'm used to this sort of thing. I'll be able to guide you through this to be like, oh, well, this when Steve Jobs does that, it's a symbol of the blessing of the faith. <laughs> that kind of thing. Let us proclaim the mystery of boom. So here's what Apple introduced uh, today. A new Mac Minis, new MacBook Airs, and a cinema display, and they all, well, the cinema display does it, but the MacBook Airs and the Mac Mini have Lion, OS X Lion. So we get OS X Lion in the App Store, and now you can buy new stuff with Lion installed on it. Let's start with the Thunderbolt display, actually, because that's kind of cool. It's available for $999, so it ain't cheap. Uh, That's that's for sure. But uh, it allows you to send audio, gigabit Ethernet, FireWire 800, two USB ports, and a FaceTime camera over one cable to your laptop, desktop, or MacBook Air. Yeah, now, does that does that max out the the Thunderbolt bandwidth, or, or I don't think it does. More to spare. That's amazing. Now I don't. You know what? I don't know what the capacity of the implementation of Thunderbolt is in this uh, display, so I shouldn't say whether that maxes it out or not. But theoretically, I know Thunderbolt can handle more than that. And it's da- and it's daisy chainable. You can actually uh, there's a Thunderbolt port on the display, mm-hmm. so you can add more Thunderbolt stuff to the display and and daisy chain out a bunch of Thunderbolt things. There's not much Thunderbolt out there. There's right a hard now. drive coming. But the other thing there's is a Blu-ray player and a couple hard drives, right? A Blu-ray player? Yeah, I'm I think there is. Su- I'm not sure if that's the case if it's Thunderbolt or not, but I know there's a Blu-ray player external for Mac if you are willing to try that. But uh, if you're wondering if that fifty dollars Thunderbolt cable comes along with the uh, display, it does. So you don't just shell out wow. an extra 50 bucks. You it's built the into the display, right? Right. You get a cable, and it also has a MagSafe cable, so you can attach it to your laptop. 
This is such an Apple solution just to get to fewer wires. You can almost tell that they're like, they're like, let's just run with this. Let's put everything in one fat pipe. It's only, the only thing connecting the computer to the monitor. Wireless is not good enough yet, so let's uh, let's let's put it all at least in one wire. Let's let's reduce the number of wires. Actually, the MagSafe makes it two wires, but kind of cool that you can plug it in through the display as well. So that saves you a wire because you don't have two power plugs going from. You know, the, the computer and the display. Uh, also, MacBook Airs. Everybody's hot for the MacBook Airs. Uh, one-inch MacBook Air sits at 900... I'm sorry, 11-inch, not one-inch. Like, <laughs> Very small. Uh, <laughs> Nano Air. Very small MacBook Air. Uh, the one-inch MacBook Air is 10 cents. The 11-inch MacBook Air is $999. Has a 1.6 gigahertz Core i5 processor, so they get the faster processor. 2 gigs of RAM, 64 gig solid state drive, and then you can go all the way up to the 13-inch machine, which is $1,599, $1.7 gigahertz Core i5, 4 gigs of RAM, and 256 gigabytes of solid state goodness. And this refresh was sorely needed. Uh, it, the MacBook Airs were running Intel Core 2 Duos, yeah. which are just generations old. By going to Sandy Bridge, you have some decent, pro- you have a great processor and some decent graphics built in right into that one chip. So that looks like it's really tantalizing, a 999 for the, for the entry-level one. And uh, I know that if you go up to, I think, 1199, you get 4 gigabytes of RAM standard. And the new backlit keyboard, Brian, is is a symbol of the light of the faithful always shining upon you while you use your computer. I'm so glad to understand the symbolism. This is getting so much better for me. Now, I have a question for you guys. I honestly can't decide if, from a branding perspective, this is a brilliant thing or a really dumb thing. Because for years, the MacBook Air has been a symbol of status. It has been the perceived as a super high-end device that was so light and so thin. But now you got the iPad. I don't think the original Airs were perceived very high-end at all. They were very expensive. Yeah. They, they, were, they, were, they were expensive yeah, I think that's what, what they Brian's were. Saying. Okay. I'm talking about from the monetary perspective, high-end. But okay. now, this is taking over the entry level of it. Now, is this a case where does does when Cadillac started making cheap cars, it really tarnished the Cadillac brand? And uh, is this going to rub off some of the sheen from the MacBook Air? Or instead, does it just elevate the entire Apple brand where people are like, wow, this is the, this is the entry level of the Mac? This is amazing. Apple's wonderful. I don't think it tarnishes anything. I mean, there's benchmarking data. Uh, Laptop Mag, um, uh, this is a story I'm reading on Mac Rumors that Laptop Mag had um, gotten a hold of, which is like the 13-inch MacBook Air is somewhat on par with the 17-inch i7 MacBook Pro from last year. I mean, benchmarking that focuses on processor and memory performance, that sort of thing. But it's like these aren't crappy little computers we're talking about. They're bigger and better. They're still starting at $999. So even even though it's the cheap laptop, it's still way more expensive than any any other PC you can get. The entry-level PCs are like, what, $299? $399? At $999 being the cheapest laptop you can get from Apple, I don't think that's bringing them down too far. But, well, but, but again, it's taking what was a high-end line and bringing and replacing a low-end entry-level line with it. It's as though all of a sudden you took your Lexus and all of a sudden that was the cheapest kind of Toyota you could buy. I want to correct something, too. The uh, the chat room is pointing out there are uh, Core i7s available. Uh, the specs that I gave were for the default models. There's four default models. You can configure a MacBook Air to have a Core i7. Uh, so I guess that would make it technically the top end of the line. But I, I was given the, uh, the default specs there. And finally, Mac Minis out today. Uh, and Mac Minis losing their optical drive because Apple says nobody really needs one anymore. 
Well, I, I think a lot of home theater folks would disagree. I, I don't really use an optical drive regularly, but I as I was mentioning that to you the other day, and you were like, are you serious? I was shocked that you are were Are you discless. serious? You yeah. don't? You don't use discs? A lot of people do, and if you use a Mac Mini and you hook it up to a, uh, a television and you're playing movies through it, this would kind of suck. Yeah, I think one of the problems with the, with the Macs in general is that they never adopted Blu-ray. So for a home theater PC, it's still lacking that major high-definition disc uh, capability. And with with uh, Apple just ditching the optical drive entirely on the Mac Mini, well, that's not going to be showing up. I mean, what's the next thing they could possibly put a, a drive into? Maybe the iMac? Maybe the Mac? I mean, the Mac Pro obviously will keep it. But, I mean, it looks like to Apple, the future is without discs. I mean, the, if the MacBook Air is the standard, how long before the MacBook Pro loses its optical drive as well? Now, you don't have cloud storage in iCloud of videos. And... You have a limited amount of space on a MacBook Air. I guess the Mac Minis, you can get a larger amount of space. You can get a five, you know, 500 gigabyte hard drive. Uh, but still, you can fill up a 500 gigabyte hard drive pretty quick mm-hmm. if you buy some movies and TV shows. So I assume they're expecting most people to rent videos in this situation rather than purchase Well, that and they're going to argue, oh, you could always use your time machine backup over there. Mm-hmm. You have your network access storage there. That's terabytes of information right there. Uh, that's, it's probably to keep you in the Apple you know, ecosystem. I filled up my time machine capsule, too. Well, they're, they want to sell you another one. Yeah. A three right. terabyte model. Just use your Thunderbolt cable. Right. Oh, and we Keep we, an we, external hard drive. Speaking of which, Mac Mini adds Thunderbolt as well. Uh, and Core i5, i7 processors. Uh, o- opening Mac Mini, $599 with a 2.3 gigahertz Core i5. And uh, it goes up to $799 for a 2.5 gigahertz Core i5. As well as a Mac Mini with Lion server that'll cost you $999 with a 2 gigahertz quad core i7 processor. Oh, there's another thing. Apple does sell, and they have. They sell a USB uh, optical drive. So if you really, really want to have an optical drive, you can still get one through Apple. I'm not sure why you would do that, but you can. Just get it separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at that point, I think you're right. You just get an external drive. Yeah. Get, get a Thunderbolt drive that's you know a few terabytes. And then also, I think Line's supposed to support uh, accessing DVDs on other network m- machines. I mean, that was one of the things that mattered. The Target there. disc mm-hmm. thing. Well, you have to have another machine with an yep. optical disc. It's thing. not optimal. Yeah. Far from it. Speaking of OS X, OS X dropped today. Uh, you can get it in the App Store of OS X for $29.99. So this is OS X Lion, of course. You can't <sighs> get it if you've got Leopard. No, you, you need Snow Leopard. Snow Leopard so that you can have the App Store. So you have to upgrade to Snow Leopard in order to yeah. upgrade to Lion. It's like 30 bucks for Or go into the Apple Store. Snow Leopard first. Let me tell you, being, being a non-Mac person, it sounded like you were saying, like, if you have this specific disease, you can't get Lion. <laughs> if you have Leopard, if I'm If you sorry. have leprosy, we cannot help you. Here. Yeah, it's... Uh, there is no app. You're, Yet. You're in bigger trouble than Apple can help you with. If you have leprosy, uh, <laughs> Apple is is it also leprosy. initiating a mass discontinuation of boxed retail software. So not only can you not buy OS X Line in the store uh, or in the physical retail store, you can't buy almost any of the software in the store. You can't buy Aperture. You can't buy a lot of the jam packs for GarageBand. All that stuff. They want you to go and download it through the App Store. So really, if if you're on OS X Leopard, they're leaving you behind. At this point, they're saying we're writing you off. You're two versions behind now. You know, you got to catch up or, or or be left behind. They also uh, retired the the MacBook White, the white Mattel looking MacBook. Yeah, my mom actually just got one of those recently. Did she now really? it's a classic. Yeah. yeah. It is. Late model. <laughs> Late model white MacBook. She's going to have to get a bookshelf just to put it Box up there. It up, Look sell at us it all on relic. It's, it's, it work, it's a great machine. I mean, as far as an entry level, like Brian, you were saying, it works very well as an entry level MacBook. Um, obviously, from here on out, that will be the air. 
Back to the, the whole uh, Lion on Mac App Store only. I have not seen a lot of backlash about that. I haven't seen like, oh, there have been connection problems and this is timing out. I haven't seen anything like that on Twitter or on Google News yet. So I'm, I'm it's kind of surprised everything ran so smoothly considering this launched today. Yeah, uh, also, I actually stayed away because I think I thought it wouldn't launch smoothly. I updated to OS X Lion. Uh, it went very smoothly. A few niggling things here and there. I had to up- update Java, which it did right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a couple applications I had to upgrade because I hadn't upgraded them and they didn't work on Lion right mm-hmm. away. Uh, iTunes and iWork, for instance, have been updated for Lion so they can add that full screen support, which Windows has had forever. Uh, the ability to actually have a, a, a full screen of your app, not just filling up most of the screen but it gets rid of, of everything else on the screen that's cool uh, and and as usual there's a great t- a table at roaringapps.com r-o-a-r-i-n-g apps.com where you can check to see if your favorite piece of software has been upgraded for lion yet before you go and upgrade lion and find out all of a sudden you can't use a piece of software you depend on and uh we've got some good news that in fact apple is going to come out with uh a a sort of physical version they're going to sell usb sticks starting in august of lion for what is it uh 69 dollars more than it costs to download it that's right i mean the other that's thing an is, expensive usb stick uh life hacker actually has a post up that you could create a backup disc or usb uh flash drive if you want of lion if you follow their steps so if you want to have a physical media version of this you can do it right now sure or you could wait seven wait a couple months and pay 70 dollars for it for some reason the other thing i mean it keeps a copy of the recovery disc in a partition on your hard drive that's one of the things it does when it installs mm-hmm. so theoretically if you have a problem you can reinstall from that partition if your whole hard drive goes bad that's not going to help you uh but there is also the ability to boot into a recovery mode that can connect to the internet and download that recovery partition again once you've replaced a bad hard drive and get you going so you're not as totally screwed as people who are used to relying on cds for recovery just might think uh you can also if you don't have an internet connection take it into the apple store and they'll the geniuses can recover it for you as well none of those is as easy as popping in that cd though i gotta say well, I mean, you might not have a CD optical drive, a Mac Mini or a MacBook Air. You're like, well, I need something with USB. Exactly. Now, is, is there a logical reason why they would delay the physical media, the USB stick for a month? Is, is that something to encourage people to go more the Internet route? Or is it a case where they just you think they weren't able to coordinate a launch of everything at the same time? I can't imagine that. No, would. This, this is a well-coordinated launch. I mean, they held off on MacBook Airs. They held up on, on Mac Mini so that they could launch them with the operating system. Mm-hmm. It's very coordinated. I think they don't want people who fear change to just go for the USB stick because they're used to having a piece of physical media. They want to right. kind of nudge people to use the App Store before they give that option. That could also explain, exactly. the, re- explain the really high price. They still, like, what would you do? Pay $70 or start using the Mac App Store at that point? Oh, right? yes. It's not like Apple has any kind of reputation for charging as much as $37 just for a USB stick. Wait a minute. Possibly. Well, they, they overcharge a lot of things. I just think that they're actually Heresy. dictating behavior by price. <laughs> That's all. Now you kick me out of my Drive house. him forth from this place. <laughs> You're not welcome, PC. Get out of here. PC. <laughs> uh, let's move on to some non-Apple news now. Uh, Senator Herb Cole of Wisconsin, head of the Senate Judiciary Antitrust Subcommittee, sent a letter to the Department of Justice and the FCC today uh, opposing the merger of AT&T and T-Mobile, requesting that they block the merger. He says he doesn't think it's good for competition. He thinks it's going to raise prices. Uh, Senator Cole 
Cole also opposed the Comcast NBC Universal merger, and that went through anyway. So it's not like what Herb Cole says goes. It's just another in the pile of oppositions, although a weighty one. Uh, separately, Representatives Ed Markey, John Conyers, and Anna Eshoo sent a joint letter to the FCC and the DOJ, not asking to block the way Cole did, but saying, we really think you should scrutinize this. We're not too comfortable with it, sort of insinuating maybe that they should block it. Well, it's not like the FCC is not paying attention in general. I mean, this is kind of important. If you're going to go down from four carriers to two, three, okay, this is a big deal. And the other thing is that this isn't the only person opposing this. Obviously, Sprint's been very vocal about opposing this uh, merger between AT&T and T-Mobile. Plus, lots of different states are looking into this, and they're going to make recommendations to the FCC with the findings. Senator Cole, I mean, he... he like you said, I mean, he, his his word isn't necessarily going to become law, but he says this is going to cause harm to competition and consumers. This is a bad idea. It should be blocked. I know, you know, he, he can't flip the switch himself, but he's taking a firm stance. The other senators that are saying, well, we're not going to take a firm stance. We would just like you to scrutinize this a little bit further. It's sort of like, well, why don't they have a firm stance? What, what do they think about it? I mean, there are other senators who are like, this merger should pass. So politicians are not giving straight answers? Well, this I know that it's not the first time this sort of thing has happened. I'm just sort of like, well, where are you exactly? You just, do you not get it? Do you not know? And they're not the only ones who are speaking out. California's Public Utility Commission is examining the merger. New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman announced in March uh, that they would undertake a thorough review. So there's opposition in all corners of the country. There's also support, though. 26 state governors have sent letters supporting the merger. Of course, AT&T came out with their their statement saying they feel that Senator Cole's view is inconsistent with antitrust law. They think the merger should go through, obviously. Uh, That's a big question. I mean, you've got, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, T-Mobile wants it to go through. AT&T wants it to go through from a legal standpoint. I don't know, you know, I, I don't know anything about law, so I don't know if it's legal or illegal. But from a consumer standpoint, there's something about this that just makes me really uncomfortable. I can imagine no scenario where this ends up benefiting the little guys who actually have contracts with AT&T or T-Mobile. But like AT&T said, Brian, it'll help improve your service. And it'll help people stop competing with each other. AT&T's line is that this will improve competition because AT&T will benefit by being able to roll out LTE and therefore compete more with Verizon. And T-Mobile will have the benefit of AT&T's audience and therefore have a better product for their customers. And that will mean better competition. They want to work together, not against each other. Wait, that's not helping the situation. That's exactly what we're afraid of, is that they'll work together and not against each other. But they'll work together against Verizon. Okay, all right. And that's good for everyone who holds AT&T stock. (laughs) And that's good for America. And And if you don't like that, you're against America. There you go. More choices are just confusing. That's right. (laughs) And don't forget Sprint. Who's also firmly against this merger, by the we, way. Yeah, when we were talking about this earlier, uh, originally, I, I kept thinking of it as, man, we should have more than two and a half network providers. <laughs> I felt guilty after saying that. I felt bad. I, I, you were totally go get where you're coming from. But, I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm almost rooting for Sprint. Oh, yeah, totally. At and this in point, fact, which is, is odd because at one point, like, they, I kind of hated them. No, look, there's always a place for RC Cola, and I hope they suddenly become very kitchen. A bunch of hipsters start drinking it, so it becomes very, very popular. That's right. My Sprint next. Sprint Sprint for hipsters. Sprint, the Mr. Pib. (laughs) Hey, look what Pabst Blue Ribbon has done with their, you know, you can charge $6 for it in places in Brooklyn. So So then PBR in a can. Maybe Sprint more. Yeah, Sprint can become ironic. 
<laughs> it's the ironic network. <laughs> yeah, I'm using Sprint. Can you believe it? You know, I'm using this phone. little network called Sprint. You've probably never heard of it. Did you yeah. notice my mustache? I've been using it for like a year. It's so retro. I feel like it's, you know, I can hear a pin drop. I think 1990s. they started in Williamsburg <laughs> yeah. or something. All right, let's take a uh, quick break and thank our sponsor, Netflix, streaming thousands of TV episodes and movies directly to you instantly, which means it saves you time, money, and hassle. Uh, you can watch Netflix movies and TV shows on your Mac, PC, or iPad. You can watch on your iPhone. You can watch on your game console. So you can watch them on your TV, Xbox 360, PS3, Nintendo, Wii. And if you're not a gamer, you can watch Netflix on your TV with an Apple TV or with a Roku box. They're inexpensive and easy to use. Uh, Netflix brings you a huge selection of TV and movies right to your screen. And there's no limits. There's no rental fees. You watch as many as you want all month long, at least for 30 days for free because you're watching this show. So just try it out. Netflix.com slash twit or tell a friend to try it out. Netflix.com slash twit gets you 30 days free. Try out Netflix. See if you like it. And we thank them for their support of Tech News Today. Speaking of Roku, actually, Roku announced a new line of Roku boxes set to hit the shelves later this month. They're more energy efficient. They upgrade the Netflix experience with support for subtitles, surround sound, and 1080p video. And they add new channels like Angry Birds. That's a channel? Yes. Oh. Because they're adding games. Games, okay. Uh, Um, Major League Soccer gets added, as well as Epix. The new models will be the HD, similar names that they used to have. The HD is $60. That one gives you 720p video. Uh, The XD is $80. That gives you 1080p video and Dolby 5.1 surround sound for Netflix. And for $100, you can get the XS, which includes not only the Angry Birds channel, an Ethernet port, and a USB port, the other two work off Wi-Fi, but also a game remote is packaged in so you can use a game controller. It's a a motion controller. Yeah, Yeah. it's a Bluetooth motion controller. Well, hold on a second. So they're more energy efficient, and I know they're a little bit smaller, so that's great. Okay, I'm on board. I like Roku. But if they're upgrading Netflix experience with 1080p video... I'm already watching 1080p video on my Roku box. Not on Netflix, apparently. Huh? Your Netflix, Netflix has not been that. delivering that. Uh, so, uh, according to this this release, anyway. So this is so, worth it for me. Yeah. So you're getting uh, you're getting uh, surround sound is the is the big upgrade for Netflix. And this game remote you can buy separately if you if you want to get the sixty dollar or the eighty dollar model. The game remote and a two gigabyte micro SD card are sold separately as a bundle for twenty nine ninety nine. I'll tell you, out of everything on this list, you'll be shocked at what I'm most excited about. Do you have a guess? Shocked. The micro SD card? The nope. wrist strap on the remote? The USB nope. port? Nope. Keith. Subtitles. Because that's the one uh. thing that, uh, you know, my dad has a really hard time hearing. So whenever we're watching stuff, like, that's part of the reason that we stick to traditional cable boxes because they have closed captioning. Mm. And they're certain, and it started for me when I was watching Flight of the Concords with their crazy New Zealand accents. Half the time I'd be like, what, what did they say? Yeah. And so having... <laughs> That having the uh, closed captioning on there made a huge difference, and I hope to see more of that built in to the digital streaming content as well. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. And that was a reason people were sticking to DVDs with Netflix is because they want to look at the captions, and, and a device like this that, uh, that supports subtitles will help out a bit. Also releasing new products today, Lenovo, the ThinkPad tablet. It's a 10.1-inch Android 3.1 tablet, 1.57 pounds. got two cameras on it, 5 megapixels and a 2-megapixel front facer for doing conference calls, aiming it at the business market. But this is a really compelling offer because you can add a full-size keyboard with a track button. Uh, it's a BlackBerry-style track button, not a normal ThinkPad-style track button, but still, 99 bucks for that full-size keyboard. And when you plug it in, it pretty 
pretty much looks like a ThinkPad. And then when you pull it off, you got yourself a tablet. They also are selling a digitizing stylus uh, for the ThinkPad tablet for 30 bucks. That allows you, it's, it's one of those capacitive styluses. So even if your fingers are touching the screen, it still works. Uh, nice. It's 16, 32, and 64 gigabyte options. 3G, not on one provider, not on two providers, but two and a half providers, as Brian <laughs> might say. Sprint, AT&T, Verizon, or you can get the Wi-Fi only. The only price we have is for the Wi-Fi only ThinkPad tablet, $499. Also don't have a release date. They also announced the IdeaPad K1, which is pretty much the same tablet as the ThinkPad tablet, but it doesn't come with the option for keyboard or stylus. So if you're like, I don't want to use that keyboard or stylus, you'd get the, the IdeaPad K1. Both of them have USB slots, an SD card slot, They come with uh, Lenovo's proprietary interface uh, and proprietary Android Marketplace, so you may or may not like that. And free access to two gigabytes of cloud storage with NVIDIA Tegra 2 processors inside. These are are nice tablets, priced to be competitive with iPad, coming with Android 3.1. Uh, Pretty fully loaded, too. They are nice well, well full with USB, SD card slots. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I want to see the prices for the 3G options, but the fact that you've got three U.S. Uh, choices for this, these are, really, these are really compelling. That's one of the fun things about Android tablets these days is that because the operating system is pretty solid, everybody's got to do something slightly different mm-hmm. to make theirs stand out. And like having extra cloud storage or having your choice of carrier, like, this is kind of a neat little extension to Android. So this is a, a nice byproduct. I like this. Brian, is this, uh, you know, we know you don't live in the Mac universe, so you might be wanting an Android tablet, right? Or do you use an iPad? I, ironically, like, I am all about the iOS on my mobile okay, devices. I do have the You're iPad. the wrong person. <laughs> Jason Howell. Mute <laughs> <laughs> no, no. his mic. I'll tell you what, uh, this is such a right idea, and it'll be a good question as to whether or not the hardware is quite where it needs to be, but I could see this eventually taking over the space currently held by laptops, where all of a sudden it's just like, well, I really don't need a laptop now. I can do everything. You know, I don't need to get a MacBook Air or whatever entry-level small portable device if all of a sudden this becomes the de facto standard and it becomes the laptop of the future. Jason, do you, as an Android, uh, um, user? yeah, I think I think it's interesting. I think what you said, I is, is is spot on as far as the Android tablet space right now. And this definitely is doing something similar to like the the transformer, where like you said, the software is so similar they have to differentiate by hardware. All the time you hear is it an iPad killer. Maybe we're hearing that a little bit less here and there. I'm beginning to think that there should that shouldn't be part of the discussion because each of these tablets brings something so incredibly different to the table. Hopefully that they all appeal. To different sections so there won't be one tablet that appeals to everybody but this might be the form factor that i buy into yeah. and I, it's good for me for that i would reason. like to legislate that anyone be shocked anytime <laughs> not not like i'm emotionally shocked but like electrically shocked anytime they use the term <laughs> ipad killer yeah <laughs> uh i was i got I good. That, like you just have to even if you don't feel it you at least have to gasp <gasps> you have to gasp. no i want i want people to be electrocuted when they say ipad killer that's that's what i'm saying <laughs> so just keep saying it all right <laughs> On to, and I guess I just electrocuted myself two bad. or three times. I bet killer. Amazon oh. is making a deal with CBS. Amazon Prime Instant, the one where you pay $79 a year to get two-day shipping on everything from Amazon, but also unlimited streaming gets thrown in for the fun of it, uh, just announced they're adding 2,000 episodes of CBS content. Jeff Bezos and CBS Les Moonves made the announcement together, so got the bigwigs on stage for this. It's similar to the other deal CBS has made. No access to past seasons, but you get 18 full series from the CBS-owned library. So you're going to hear shows that you're like, that didn't air on CBS, but these were produced by CBS. CBS owns the rights to them. Star Trek, the whole run, uh, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, all of those. The Tudors, 
Numbers, Medium, Frasier, Cheers, and a bunch of others. And they're going to not only be available for that instant streaming, but also available to buy or rent through Amazon Instant, which you don't have to be an Amazon Prime member to access. Amazon's gearing up all these content deals. I mean, again, it still adds a lot more evidence. Okay, they are coming out with a tablet someday, eventually. And they're going to have a ton of content. Having CBS, I mean, CBS is, is that one holdout. It's not on Hulu. So they, they, have, they have this already. Now they just have to deal with all these other uh, networks to, to get content rights. I think that the whole impending Amazon tablet is very key here because you say, okay, well, it's Amazon versus Netflix. Well, Netflix is very mobile right now. You can watch streaming Netflix on all sorts of devices. Hulu Plus is even Amazon is not really a mobile. I mean, you can, I, I can watch uh, Amazon content through my, uh, my Hulu, my Roku box, for example. But it's not mobile right now. Once Amazon has one of their uh, fancy tablets, you can bet that this will all be part of it. If you really want to play in the Amazon universe and you want to watch stuff mobile, you're going to want to buy that and that tablet when it comes out. Go ahead, Brian. It could also keep in mind also there's a tremendous install base with the Kindle app on on all the iOS devices, on your Android devices. It could be the kind of thing that, let's say they do come out with the tablet device, then all of a sudden they can say, oh, there's an update for your Kindle app, and then it opens up the video store on there. I like it. I just wish CBS would put some of their current episodes in some of these services. Like, I don't even... I guess you just have to go to CBS.com if you want to watch any of this stuff. Yeah, that's pretty co- that's pretty spotty, actually. Their, yeah. their coverage on, on shows that are running right now. So I, they keep... Tr- it was odd because they were only showing clips of certain shows that appeal to geeks, and that made no sense because otherwise you would just go right. get it another CBS way. is very strong in the aging to dead market, too. So I guess they don't feel the pressure. Well, they've been changing a bit with Les Moonves. Let's watch the Frasier series from episode one. I love Frasier. Yeah. I also love the news views. Google's got your back, folks. If your system has malware that sends traffic to Google via proxy servers, your Google results will now have an alert at the top that says your computer appears to be infected, along with a link that will help you learn how to fix the problem. Google had discovered this malware after investigating some unusual patterns of activity and figured, hey, we'll share our findings with the world. I'm always tempted to think of a real-world analog for something like this, and I feel like this is the equivalent of going to Best Buy and checking out, and the guy going... You all right, dude? You're not looking so hot. You might want to. You might want to get yourself checked out. Yeah, let me scan I'm, you. It's, it, but but it's that dude saying that who also is going to fix your problem. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a good point. It's like a Actually, doctor that there. does change it. And that was, I'm a doctor. So yeah. You need this tonic that I have available. Just go ahead. It's free. Don't worry about it. You guys know how people who pirate entertainment are destroying the entertainment industry? That's what I hear all day, every day. Well, actually, that might not even be true. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. According to a newly released report related to the rating of file sharing site Kinoto, or 2, it's K-I-N-O, It turns out that the users of the service used file sharing as a way to decide how to spend money on entertainment. Real money, too, not play money. They would sample certain things, like movies, then decide whether or not to see that movie in the theater. Apparently, these same users outspent average consumers on entertainment content. They should be locked up. I can't believe them sampling stuff just to buy it later. 
It's like the radio. That's crazy. The Wall Street Journal reported that Apple was conducting an informal conversation to find the next CEO of Apple after Steve Jobs. However, Steve Jobs says otherwise. He emailed the Wall Street Journal and said that reports of a CEO successor search are hogwash. That's his word, hogwash. Jobs has taken a couple of medical leave absences from Apple, but has keynoted several announcements, including the introduction of the iPad 2. He's currently on medical leave and still doing keynotes. Google is doing some house cleaning. Say goodbye to Google Labs. Yeah, I know. Google's uh, home for experiments like Google Body and Swiffy, the SWF to HTML5 converter, going away. What will happen to those experiments? Well, some are going to be spun out. Uh, others will be phased out. Google will announce the future of those experiments at the Labs site. But before you panic, Labs within Google properties like Gmail or Calendar will not be shut down. So if you've got some extensions turned on, those will still work. The Sonos Play 3 is now reality after lots and lots of speculation and, and leaky stuff. Ew. As in, Ew. yeah, just news leaks, not actually just wet or anything. No moist leaks. Okay? I just want getting, to keep that clear. Getting ooier. <laughs> if you're not unfamiliar with better. Sonos, it's not like that at all. It actually makes products that allow you to easily create multi-room audio setups. They're really awesome. That are controllable via iOS or Android devices. Sonos. Sonos is good. Yeah, I have a I have a setup in my house as well. The Play Three is an entry level set of wireless speakers priced at a hair under three hundred dollars that can receive all kinds of audios, uh, audio like your iTunes library or thousands of free internet radio stations. As long as you also purchase a Sonos Bridge, which is fifty bucks extra. I got a bridge. Yep. I can sell you. Bridge to uh, nowhere. I bet. This costs more than fifty bucks. I like this idea, though, because there's a couple of areas that I'd love to expand my Sonos to, but it's like right now the price tag, it's a big jump to get something with the speakers and everything in it. If I could spend under 300 I, I think I'd consider it for something that's fully enclosed. Well, maybe if you invested wisely, uh, wisely. It's time to check the stock market. Real estate listing site Zillow went public today with an initial stock price of $20. That quickly rose to 45 bucks, and the stock <laughs> closed at a very respectable 35.77. And a little trivia for you guys, Zillow is the first stock on the NASDAQ exchange that has a single letter symbol z z oh. for zillow oh those thought, are all over the new york stock exchange but nasdaq never had one this is the first one. Oh, wow look at that so pandora's not on nasdaq then because they're p mm. huh. hey that's not nice T-Mobile announced that it will cut prices of smartphone <laughs> plans, according to CNET. <laughs> T-Mobile's mid-level plan will drop from $80 to $60 per month. That plan will give you unlimited calling, unlimited data with 2 gigabytes before being throttled. Even T-Mobile's 5 gigabyte plan will cost $15 less than before. However, T-Mobile hasn't confirmed these prices. The new plans will go live on the 24th of July. HP is building up its ecosystem for the touchpad, and this time HP has added a movie store app, which is powered by Roxio. Movie rentals are about three bucks, movie purchases are about ten bucks, and TV shows will cost you about two bucks. It's a good week to be a touchpad user then. First the Kindle app, and now this. We got a nice juicy tech story here. The TSA has an announcement. An upgrade to security scanners will show hidden objects under clothes without taking a naked picture of a person. The upgrade has been tested in a couple of airports already, including Las Vegas and Atlanta. Instead of the incredibly detailed image of a scanned person, there'll be a, a really generic body. What's with the juicy object. about that? That's less juicy. It's actually kind of desiccated. Yeah. Well, and just some uh, generic I body. Imagine, it's, a, it's not salacious, no. <laughs> I would imagine for the tech to happen, that's probably not entirely accurate that it doesn't take a naked picture. It just doesn't display the naked picture. Have you seen the actual photo I think that it has on the blog where it's like it just has like this kind of stick figure thing and it shows like a trouble area on mm -hmm. there, which is... <laughs> 
I, I kind of um, I'm 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 a weirdo who like will full on walk naked through the middle of the airport if somebody dares me to. But I've never walked through one of those millimeter wave radar things because it's on principle because it's it's poor constitutional hygiene. It's not taking care. It's not exercising your Fourth Amendment rights. So I wonder how many people will all of a sudden because they don't have to see the the naked looking photos all of a sudden decide oh well now it's okay to use them when in fact like if that's the reason you're not going through them you're going you're not going through them for the wrong reason as far as i'm concerned all right let's move on to the randomizer randomizer wow now this person had no idea when they posted to their blog that they were going to blow up like they did but someone named bird abroad on the blog bird abroad posted about a fake apple store in china i'm trying to find the name i don't want to get the name wrong so i'm trying to find where they live in china it's like oh she says it a million times in this story but anyway in her neighborhood in this town in china so it's not it's not shanghai it's not beijing it's a smaller town uh there is this apple store that looks just like an apple store and in fact all the employees have the blue shirts and they have the blonde tables and they have ipads and and macbooks and there's the spiral staircase and everything everything's very legitimate they've got those neat ipod posters on the wall and uh, it turns out that Bird Abroad knew enough to, to check and say, you know, Apple doesn't say they have a, an app store in my town and there's no authorized reseller. And I talked to the people who are in here. They think they work for Apple. Uh, but there's a few telling details. For instance, the fact that it says Apple Store on the sign. That's Apple all, never does that. That's they, already the, weird. The town yeah. is Kanming. Kanming. Okay, thank you. Uh, so apparently she was kind of weirded out by this and went around the corner and there was another one. <laughs> there were like two more in the same neighborhood. Do we know if there's something counter for Apple products as well? Or is it just I the couldn't store? find that out. <laughs> Bird Abroad did not make that clear in the posting. <laughs> It sounds to me like they are, and there's lots of ways to get a hold of legitimate. Uh, a lot of people speculate that these are just knockoff products, but I have a feeling they're not. I have a feeling that they actually got a hold, you know, through legitimate channels, some Apple products, and then I mean, are they together are Apple they store. marked up? Could we get a discount? Should we go to Kunming? Uh, maybe. I, yeah. I mean, are they as happy as the Apple employees? That... I bet all the cases and accessories. What if they, are, they, are they clap for you when you buy something? Like, yeah, right. like the American Apple stores. <laughs> I wouldn't go to any Apple store that spells store S T O E R. Well, <laughs> it's probably spelled right in Chinese. Right. Yeah. It's an honest mistake. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I mean, we've seen knockoffs of products before, but that... Whole store. That is impressive. It, I mean, it is, that's an impressive thing. Uh, I, I can't imagine they'll be around much longer um, since they've been outed. Apple can't like they'll this take idea it over very and Just much. change the font slightly because the fonts are off on the yeah. ads. Apple's like, how much are they making? Crab Apple Store. Right. Crab Maybe Apple we should store. open a store there. No, Apple's actually pretty vicious about, you know. This is with, the beta test. With yeah. a- authorized Apple resellers, there's there's a strict uh, rule about what they can and cannot show and what they can and yeah. cannot say. They they cannot brand themselves as Apple. They right. have to say authorized Apple reseller. I like those little sections in Best Buy that are very, very yeah. controlled. But those are branded Best mm-hmm. Buy, not Apple. And they, they're very careful about that. So, yeah, they, they probably don't love this. Not too much. Let's move on to the calendar. Okay. Netflix's streaming video app on Android has been updated to work on 24 models, including several Galaxy S phones, the Droid 3, even that newly announced Lenovo tablet. 
Tablets looking better all the time. Intel announced their quarter two earnings today, and guess what? Analysts are wrong a lot. Intel just reported per share earnings of fifty nine cents and revenue of three point one billion versus the expected fifty one cents to two point eight billion. No word if executives at Intel stood up and said, "I got your expectations right here." Yeah, we're still waiting on confirmation on that. And then you know, sort of did like the Tarzan yeah. thing, but they might have. That sounds like Intel. Uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll follow up tomorrow on that. Uh, today, Virgin Mobile released the Motorola Triumph. It's not a motorcycle. For $300, you get a stock Android 2.2 experience without a contract with some decent specs. However, no 4G on this phone. So if you want 4G, look elsewhere. Google has brought in amp- in-app payments to any web app. So this is the feature that allows developers to offer single-click payments from their applications. This was first announced back in May at Google I.O. Both Microsoft and AMD will report earnings tomorrow. That's July 21st. They're expected to be in line with the expectations. Actually, also tomorrow, Nokia will announce their earnings. And uh, sadly, they're also supposed oh, to be in line yeah. with expectations. Windows Phone 7. Sometimes Can analysts are wrong. I, yeah, Maybe. Yeah. The Space Shuttle Atlantis finishes the last Space Shuttle mission tomorrow as well. Tomorrow's actually... It's going to be kind of a busy day. So the deal is, if you're in North America, landing time is scheduled for 5.56 a.m. Eastern time. That's so East Coasters, get up early. West Coasters, 2:26 a.m. stay up two, late. No, 2.56 a.m. Yeah. Pacific. Just have a late night. I guess I'm not coming in and covering it. I had this idea that I'd come in and we'd do a live stream cover of it. You could call in. We could do a cover of it. In. We can just read back. <laughs> What a transcript. Come in. We'll do an interpretive dance later. And uh, and actually, you know, report that they're coming out with uh, with uh, ape costumes on or something. Like like basically punk the entire Twit crowd. uh, Yeah. Twenty minutes before it actually happens. It's out of the bag now, Brian. As long as I get to sleep earlier, I like it. <laughs> also, tomorrow, Verizon's next big LTE push is happening. Among the lottery winners are Portland, Oregon, Toledo, Ohio, Winston-Salem, Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina, Maui, that's in Hawaii, uh, Wichita, Kansas, Knoxville, Tennessee. I could go on. Those are a few. And coverage will be expanded in Seattle, Louisville, Phoenix, L.A., San Diego, ah, and Las Vegas. San Diego, just in time for Comic-Con. I know, exactly. Finally, Samsung's next Galaxy phone is set for... A U.S. release of August. All right. On to the emails to TNT at twit.tv. Hey, that guy who emailed me and said, I can't find the email address anywhere on your site. I don't know what your email address is, so I'm sending you at your Yahoo email address. It's TNT at twit.tv. And it's in the description of the show on our website at twit.tv slash TNT. So I hope that helps. Matt wrote in and said, hey, all I did some research and found this excerpt in a fact fact from Comcast. Uh, question in the fact is, is data usage from fancast.com included and streaming video or video downloads or on-demand and online service that Comcast is going to roll out included? Talking about the 250 gigabyte cap. Answer, according to Comcast, yes to both. All data usage, regardless from what website or application or device, is counted by the data usage meter. Thus, we are not applying preferential treatment to data usage for Comcast's internet-based video services over the services of other companies. Now, they do specify video here, but Matt speculates that this implies that maybe that backup system that Comcast says doesn't count against your cap. Uh, Still haven't. We still don't know for sure. We haven't gotten any definitive information from Comcast about whether their backup service actually counts against your 250 gigabyte cap. Our next email is from Paul. He, he was mentioning a story that we covered about Apple's expectations for the next quarter. He was letting us know, he had this technical point, that Apple is now deferring part of each sale of Macs and iOS d- devices to cover the fact you'll continue to get upgrades to the OS over a number of years and for iCloud. That would 
also decrease their stated revenues. Also remember that the drop everyone is talking about is in the drop of the amount of increase of revenues from this quarter to the next quarter. Apple is still saying they will be more, uh, there will be a 25% increase in sales from the same quarter last year. So that's a really good interpretation of what exactly was going on with Apple's uh, numbers. Uh, okay, so we, we, and we speculated that maybe it ha- have to do with the fact that there isn't a new iPhone this summer. So that's that's not just all a financial it. technicality. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Finally, uh, Alan from New Jersey, uh, near Philly, so I guess it's what the southeastern part of New Jersey, says, news reports of those tickets for pedestrian texters you guys mentioned yesterday in Philadelphia were probably misreported. A uh, quote from ABC Post says, in a statement released on Tuesday afternoon, Cutler uh, said, uh, I'm not sure who Cutler is, I, think, I guess. Uh, Deputy Mayor, I believe. Deputy Mayor said, pedestrians may be reminded to be more aware of their surroundings. However, there are no citations issued by the Philadelphia Police Department for texting while walking. What's kind of what we said yesterday. I mean, if there's an accident, somebody might get in trouble, but you can text and walk for now. Brian, were you going to say something? Well, I was just—I was going to say, is this the kind of thing where like it's a law, but it's okay because they're not going to enforce the law? Because that drives me nuts. Like that's how they originally sold, um, you know, uh, the force everyone wearing seatbelts, or you know, in Texas. I don't know if it's true no, or not. Cut, Cutler's saying this isn't even a law; that the okay. reports were just all wrong. But how did the reports get started then? Maybe it was just thrown out there at some meeting. So I was like, hey, let's write it up on a. You blog. know what we ought to do. Investigate. Yeah, right. You know what people ought to do? Not be able to text while they're walking across the street and getting hit by cars. Yeah. It's dangerous. Oh, my gosh. It's a law. No, yeah. it's not. Maybe we should start a campaign. Thanks for the clarification, Alan from New Jersey, which is near Philly. That's right. And thank you folks on our Reddit for submitting stories and voting them up or down at technewstoday.reddit.com. Uh, we get lots of good stuff from people like Paul D.W., Oakla Bear, Cosmic Vibes, Ferryden, D.N. Elms. 44, and of course, people like Captain Kipper. He's in there all the time. Vote stuff up or down. You don't even have to submit an article. Lots of people submit an articles. You can do that, too. But it takes no time to go to technewstoday.reddit.com and go, you know, I want to I hear him talk about that. I want to hear, hear a little more analysis on that. Just vote some stuff up. Or That's a stupid article. Why would I ever want to? Don't talk about that. You can vote it down as well. Technewstoday.reddit.com and bricks.twit.tv is another URL you should remember. Because starting Monday, I'll be walking into work every day past your message if you buy a brick. And I will see it. And I will read it. And I will thank you. Viciously. Thank you. One by one, Brick. I'll just be standing there staring at Brick saying thanks. Thanks, Brick. (laughs) Thank you, other Brick. Thanks, Brick. See, I'm thinking you go the opposite direction. You go totally demotivator on it. You're like, seriously, Merritt, don't screw up. It's your job. Yeah. Every time he has to walk past it. Yeah. You know, don't screw up Merritt. Would be a great thing to see every morning. Good motivation. Or how about the larger stop the brick, the better screwing too. up, Merit? Yeah. Or, or will you ever stop screwing <laughs> yeah. up? Merit? How about doing your job, Merit? Yeah. How about Merit? You are a sham and a failure. Oh, give long, up, Merit. As long as they put it on that giant brick, the eight by eight, the six hundred forty dollars. Yeah. that's fine. Like, <laughs> I don't care what like. you write, as long as it's the most expensive, expensive one. brick. Ever. You'll never <laughs> achieve the success of your idol, Dick Cavett, Merit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's actually what I put on my own brick. But anyway, bricks.twit.tv. Help us, uh, you know, finish off the studio. Because even after we move in, it's kind of not finished. Yeah. We, it's a work in progress. Got, it's very dusty right now. Anybody who's ever was a web page have that little digging guy yeah. under construction. Concept. Yeah. And Brian Brushwood, thank on. you so much for uh, being on the show. 
Dude, it is always a blast. I would, I'll would, i be happy to come back anytime you guys can put up with me. You guys are awesome. No, you are the best. You stop. No, you stop. No, you stop. Hey, what are you doing on the internet these days? Uh, you know what? Come and check out a little show I do with this guy, Tom Merritt, where we talk about viral videos, television, movies. It's called Frame Rate. It's completely awesome. Uh, that also, Dick Cavett wannabe. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I read a brick about that guy. Also, I am I am having a blast on Google Plus. If you look up Brian with an I, Brushwood spelled the way it sounds. What I realized is because you have a whole new audience with the Google Plus, you can go back through your tweet archive and find the most brilliant little nuggets you ever came up with like two years ago. And you're like, oh, here's something I just thought of. And it was like, oh, that's hilarious. All that's right. I'm recycling old material. I'm in reruns right now. <laughs> on plus. Exclusively on Plus. I can't wait for the new season. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Hey, thanks, everybody, for watching. Twit.tv slash TNT is our URL. You can find us on the web there. You can email us, TNT at twit.tv, or give us a call, 260-TNT-SHOW. We'll see you tomorrow.